Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's now you got to bump yours up. E-N-D-A-V.com. I thought I was fine. Hello? I just did the mic check. You, were fine. Fine. you were fine when you went, I'm Ken Carmen. But when you just go, hey, go buy stuff. Owen's talking before Anthony, and you know what a pet peeve that is. It's podcast. Oh, yeah, it is the podcast. The rules don't apply here. Hi. How are we doing? It's good to see you again. What type of M&M's you eating? Uh, I, I switched it up. I went to chocolate candies. Oh, they're falling shoot. All, that's oh, right. no, no, crunchy, no, no. They're crunchy cookie. It's like a parade in here. They're all falling out. You're just throwing candies all over that studio. Hey, when we had the parade for the Bicentennial a couple weeks ago, yeah, I didn't off. realize that what I should have done Still good. was handed the kids the candy personally instead of letting them reach into the bag. Because yeah. they're whipping candy at kids, other kids, because they're just, they don't know. Is this your football team? Yeah. Okay. And I gave them, they were just reaching in and fi- like halfway through, I'm like, dude, we're out of candy. Right. You're out of candy to throw to kids. So next year, well, there won't be a next year. Well, probably. Well, there, uh, they won't do the bicentennial. the 201st yeah. anniversary. I don't know how that works. How do you compare the idea uh, that some people have, the contempt of putting something in your body, uh, like say a needle? And me just dropping candies on the dirty yeah. floor, blowing on them, and then putting them in my body. I thought the first M&M, <laughs> that's fine. But I you're on like M&M number because eight. Because I'm like, I'm not wasting my $1.25. Right. They've raised the price from $0.99. Cents, then it went to $1.05 for like a week. $1.25. It didn't go right to $1.25, though. They, I know my way around New England, I can tell you that much. They went to like $1.10 or $1.15, and now it's one twenty-five. So you can guarantee that while I'm spilling these all over this dirty floor... I'm still going to eat every last one. I don't care. Have another one, you effing lush. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. I'm there might have been a too. hair on that one. Um, I believe you are on floor M&M 9 right now. <laughs> hey, now that we're all back and doing things, how do you feel about shaking listeners' hands and stuff like that? Mm. I'm a politician. I shake hands. I press the flesh. It's been more fist bumps, though. It definitely has been. That's kind of where society has went to. I think society, though, there's a lot of people. So I, when I was at the Bicentennial... Press in the flesh. Listeners, viewers, whatever it is. And I'm thankful for every single one of them. And I mean that sincerely. Because it's cool. 
that they that they re- remember things that you and I say. I've noticed that some think I'm going to do the fist bump, and I don't. I have the hand extended. Because, I mean, even mm. I have uh, sanitizer on me. I oh, just, you do? I don't even yeah, have that. I feel a handshake is just a nice high. I will say Ken's one of the most cleanliest people I've ever I am. met in my for life. A, and, it, a, and it makes a lot of sense that you would sanitize ten yeah. times in public. Man, I never. It's true. I never carried sanitizer. I went during COVID the first, like, three weeks. I washed my hands a ton, uh, like everybody said. Did you sing the ABCs? I didn't. Oh, I, I do remember that. That's right. That was supposed to be the duration I think of time. Twice, yeah. And I was I was doing that, and you know what happened? I stopped doing that, uh, not because people said it didn't matter or anything like that, or or it was a risk assessment. It was because I couldn't keep up with the lotion, mm-hmm. and then I just didn't like the way my hands felt. And I'm like, you know what? If oh. this is the way I die, and not think <laughs> wow. about selfish because, wow. because at least my hands. Yeah, because are the way just they make, we were, were just because talking about, about the guy I saw who was mm-hmm. hanging the billboard and didn't have the. The, the safety harness tether yeah he didn't have the tether on or the harness and now you're saying this yeah i mean i was thinking you know it goes out the window because you can say all you want like hey i want to make sure to protect others but in the end if it's something like that that is very uncomfortable and feels that way yeah over and over i want to protect others as long as it also makes me feel okay. yeah and by the way like the mask thing i'll be honest so i i have to go to the pediatrician now we've yeah. been to the pediatrician it's for it's for you know it's well, every these day. first couple months you it's have every to day. go and and because they don't trust you yet and because anything that happens at home she's all panicked so and and the office is right across the street basically so we're going in every day I don't even want to look at the bills right now so we're going oh, in every boy. day and we have to wear a mask you know you, doctors offices you are still yeah, you wearing masks yep. no matter what I don't think that's ever going to change and I don't you're I, in a place with sickness I, I don't think that's I ever actually gonna, like it and probably for the better I was in the VA for that MRI a couple yeah. weeks ago and I was like you know what I feel pretty good about this but everybody's hacking up a lung I am so annoyed yeah. because I get I just I do I get acne where the mask is it's 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 a clear Line Especially when you're wearing demarcation. it continuously, and, and you have that olive oil skin and, and, charm and I'm getting, that I can't say the other word. I'm with. getting it all. No, you can't. I'm getting it all the time. So the minute I walk in, I have the mask, and I go into the corner, and then I take it off one of the ears every time. I'm I'm one of them. Now, if somebody says, "Please, sir, put the mask on." I'm not going to be a viral video and argue. I will then put it on. If I somebody still... tells me to put the mask back on. I will put it on. And this isn't this has nothing to do with the arguments that the entire country got in, you know, a year ago, two years ago right. about COVID. It has nothing to do with that at this point. If somebody tells me put the mask on, I'll put it on. I still But if nobody does, it will sit there on one ear dangling. I still think about driving to the hospital. Not trying to be a badass. Yeah. I'm not there's nothing like to it. No, it has nothing to do with it. If somebody asks me, sir, please, please, this is for my protection too. Fine. I'll put it on. Mm-hmm. But if nobody does, I won't. I, uh... I take it off the first chance I get now. Now, when I went into hospice to see my aunt, which I guess she's going to die anyway at that time. Well, that's a dark thing. But but I kept it on, and my aunt's like, no, take it off. So I'm like, well, I don't want this on my conscience, but she's yeah, in but hospice. she's also... So what are you supposed to do She wants there? to see your face, Anthony. That's what it was, yeah. honestly. Yeah. She's like, this. these are my last days. Why would you be wearing a mask? Jeez. But the minute I left that room... I put the mask on because right. I'm like these people are all sick, or they're older, they're elderly people coming to visit them. Then I was like that, but when I'm in the pediatrician's office, but then people would say, "Well, what about the immune system of the young ones?" 
I don't know what to do, guys. I just, I don't want the acne around the, around the face. I got TV <laughs> well, this weekend. Well, we all care about your acne. I got TV this it's weekend. Not, yeah, it's not like makeup can't cover it up. Would you wear mm. makeup for a play-by-play broadcast or no? No, I've given up. I've, there, you know, if I was 25, nah, the, the, the hot voice on the way up. If you were the Russ Eisenstein. Yeah, you're... Still at OU, you'll by the way. You'll see him. Oh, oh yeah, you'll see him. He's this in his seventeenth year. No kidding. At OU, I read the, read the oh. release. But is he still Jack Diesel. That's an Eisenstein. Oh, he's gigantic. Cousin. That dude is in such. Good he's shape. gigantic. Look up Russ Eisenstein, yeah. man. That dude, he is mm-hmm. Jack Diesel, built like a brick bleep house, and always dressed to the nines. Uh, yes, he, he, he looks, looks great. Sensational. He, and he's he's a professor now. Uh, he, an adjunct yeah. over there oh, yeah, at the yeah, 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 at yeah. the uh, Scripps School of Journalism. Damn. But anyway. Back in the day, like, yeah, you got to look your best. You gotta, and then you just realize over time it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you haven't gotten that huge that, that huge bump up now, if Colin Coward's not driving around or watching you on TV and then picks up the phone and calls the network exec, and we need this Anthony Lima. Like, you know, that's probably not going to happen at this point. And your work should stand out. Your work should stand out on its own. And plus, I see a lot of people that look terrible on TV now. It really doesn't seem to matter what you look like on TV anymore or how you dress. Nobody's what are you wearing, trying to say, bud? Nobody's wearing suits anymore. People are doing stuff from their home. No one's wearing makeup. No one's combing their hair. Nobody can over COVID. I wear makeup and all comb my hair. Oh, I wasn't talking about you. Oh, because you're like, no one cares how they look anymore. But people are just showing up in jeans and their sport coat there is now. A huge, that's I, what they wanted me to wear. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm, I'm, to thank I'm seeing people it. wear f- designer jeans on television. And I'm like, you know what? The, the days designer. of having to look a certain way are kind of out the window. Like, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're hosting the network nightly news, yeah, you're going to have to wear a suit. But even Lester Holt, when he's out in the field... You know what's happening. Yeah. The sleeves are rolled up, no tie, and he is very sweaty. And he's and he's got a makeup team there, and he's saying, no, uh, these people have been devastated by a hurricane. I'm not going to look above them. Because some past anchors, they tended to look above the subjects that it they were reporting so on. It just out of place because you yeah. would see a guy like in a full suit out there with people who have really been devastated by some something bad that's happened. Mm-hmm. And I think that now it's like, hey, man, like, kind of got to – Dress for the occasion, as terrible as that is. I'm not going to eat on the air, so thank you. Well, these no, didn't you. hit the carpet. Those are still from the bag. No, carpet but I, free. I, I'm glad you brought that up again. I subscribe to the George Carlin, I think, um, school of of uh, immunotherapy. Is that a, is that a word? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, where I don't have, I'm not immunocompromised, and I respect people who are. Mm-hmm. But I, it's probably an old wives' tale. I think if I don't get sick, like out of nowhere last year, kids started going back to school, mm-hmm. life started returning. I was sick five times last year. <laughs> I only had COVID one time. So I've I had COVID. It three and times. By the way, I should say I had COVID once. I had no symptoms when I had the COVID. Now, I'm not, that's not an argument about COVID and the seriousness of COVID. I had COVID once because somebody wanted to come and do the show. Hmm. Um, in the, excuse me. Owen and I and Double A all had COVID at the same time, hmm. and we didn't have any symptoms, thank God, because somebody wanted to come in and do the show. But I was sick five other times last winter, and I think part of that was that I wasn't sick for right. two years. Right. Nobody I had was. No illness, and there's nothing. I, I'm sure there's plenty of science that goes, Ken. It's it's not random, but it happens. Maybe they say that, mm-hmm. but it's like if I go so long without being sick, I'm just afraid it's going to be 
just pounding with sickness. Right. And that's what happened no, last, last winter. I mean, I lost my voice twice. It was so bad last winter. So I can't... I feel like there needs to be some exposure. Mm. I'm not walking into people coughing like, oh, yeah, give me your mist. I'm not doing that, but I think there has to be some life herd immunity that I yeah. lid to have some immunity there. Yeah. <laughs> Owen finally got it right. <laughs> Dr. Owen got After it right. After all these years. I want to talk about something else today. How careful do we have to be with our words right now? BSM picked us up again. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, they, they are said now Ken monitoring. Carmen wanted answers, and I'm like, boy, I, I just said that in passing. We say a lot it of things some, in passing that we yeah. don't give thought to, but because maybe it's, I don't know, Owen, you hear a lot of radio shows, you listen to a lot of podcasts. Is there something about the way that we talk on this show that comes off? I know people call, accuse me all the time of being condescending, so obviously there's a way that we come off sometimes that we don't necessarily know how we come off. Do we come off definitive even when we're in passing, when we're joking around, when we denigrate other broadcasters, but we're clearly joking, but you can't see our faces when you're listening at I, home. I do think there is an element of that, and I think a great example of that is intern Stu and the audio, right? When you tell him, where's the audio, Stu? I've known you long enough now to know that, like, that's all a ruse, right? All gag. It's, it's, it's all in fun. <laughs> there is an element of truth to it. Yeah, There's there always to be. an element of truth yeah. to it. Yeah. But... But for the most part, it's, if nothing else, to make yourself laugh or one of us in the room laugh, Because <laughs> right? that's all we care about. I let AA kind of have it in a you fashion last week, and Owen was smiling. But I'm not going to say what it, what it was over. I but love AA, but... Being a guy who has <laughs> sat in those positions before, totally get where you go, oh, this is real. And so I think for a listener who doesn't know the body language and all that, yeah. because it is an audio-only medium... Well, we have different deliveries. Yeah. Ken can be over the top in a delivery. I don't want to be over on the this, top, though. Well, in this podcast, uh, Ken, Ken is really, he's more subdued yes, in here. much so, more subdued. Unless we get back into nuts and bolts football stuff. If mm-hmm. we're into football stuff, then Ken picks it back up into, I'm doing the show and that type of. It's just a different thing. The, pot, the, the radio show, because it's morning drive, moves much quicker. Oh, yes. And you have you to be much You can't just call quicker. in and go, what's up, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? Just figured I'd call on my way to the airport. Oh, is this me calling my dad, or what are we doing here? <laughs> um, the the morning show, and I had to learn this the hard way. The pacing's faster. You just you got to hit your marks and things like that because people are listening in 15-minute increments. But for this, it's like, well, they'll get to it when they get to it. Hopefully, they're listening live, and we're thankful for it, but they'll get. To, we hope they listen at all. Um, but what's happening is but, we're getting we're getting uh, ratted out on everything we say by people who were or are in the industry. Yeah. People are paying attention to us more and more, and it's maybe it's because well, that sounds condescending. Inadver- well, I'll explain inadvertently our success oh, wow. of there showing up in the trades because we we yeah. didn't make a big deal of it, but we've gotten some really really strong. Remarks, not just from Al Saunders, former NFL coach. Great guy. But we've we've had some people in the industry say, hey, this is a show that has, I, I don't know if made it is is right, but like. You never made it. We're doing the right things. Well, we're in a groove and we're comfortable now, right? Like that, Much more. That's not you don't want to get too case. comfortable because that's what right. you mess but up and say something It's terrible. more of a comfortability. Well, and then people like, pass you by. I know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing. Like, 
we now know we've done it long enough. I've been with the show for five and a half years now. Like, yeah. we, the comfortability of walking in and, and not going like, oh, crap, they just traded for Deshaun Watson. How are we going to do this? We go, okay, they've traded for Deshaun yeah. Watson. Here's the points we have to get to today. But you get to a point where you're on the radar. There's a reason that right. if you're, let's say you're hosting a podcast and, you know, we get a lot of people say, hey, Ken, Lima, come on the podcast. So we have to clear a lot of that with our bosses. Oh, yeah. But if you say something on that pod, not us, but you, if you're hosting, you're just a Cleveland fan, you live in Stowe, and you're hosting a podcast, and you say something racy, and then you realize when you get off the air, oh, thank God no one's listening. Because if someone was listening, we'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, we have gotten to the point where if we say something, there is a chance that we could get in trouble, even if we didn't mean it in a bad way. You know, you see what's happening. Well, the, a lot of, yeah, but like a lot of shows have had that before. So I guess it's no. a good thing. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, we, our our afternoon show that was before us. Uh, now we, you know, we got a new afternoon show, noon show starting and we're hoping that that goes well and that they do very good things. But the afternoon show that started before us, I can't mm-hmm. sit there and deny their success. And yeah. They, they've had a couple of those moments where people have, have looked at what they've said and written about what they've said. You know, th- think, think about Joe Rogan before his podcast became number one and all that. I was mm-hmm. listening to Joe Rogan 10 years ago when he was having comedians hang out and they were saying vicious com- comedic things and they would talk politics too, but not much. And they'd talk about things and none of it was made to be a big deal a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. And if someone did, it would those fires would be put out pretty quickly. Now... I mean, Aaron Rodgers was just on his show. Well, you knew that was going to be a... And every single sentence, or uh, what was it? Not Dorsey, not Jack Dorsey, um, not Elon Musk. Who, John Dorsey. Who, no, no, no. Who is the uh, Zuckerberg? Of food. Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah. He went on, and every conversation they had, every topic, was blown up and aggregated into national storylines. So there is no getting away with anything now. No. You know... If you're Joe Rogan, you are now a broadcaster. You're not really a comedian. You are a comedian, but you're a broadcaster when you it's host true. that show. So you, he knows now everything that he discusses is going to be a national conversation. I think, though— So there's a different responsibility with yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I did want to—like, I, I, I had to understand a, a thing a couple of weeks ago. So, we like, we had the argument about people going after Browns fans, media going after Browns fans. Mm-hmm. And we had the one guy who was from BSM. I assume he's listening now who didn't like what we had to say and I and I took umbrage with it because I said well you say I felt I fell short but you just basically didn't like what you heard that is my opinion that's not me soft pedaling it like it's it said in the article because I, I read it and it said in the article okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cool. You endear yourself to, the fa- to your fans telling them something that is uncomfortable to them. I believe it was along those mm-hmm. lines. And I said, yeah, but I, I don't, if I don't feel that way, then what, what's the problem? You had a problem with my opinion. Yeah. You had a differing of opinion. See, that's what I didn't like. Like, if there's a style that you didn't like or whatever, fine, but I've never met the person. I have no idea. So I don't know what type of reference that you have with the show. So because I don't know what type of reference you have with the show or that you've listened for a long time or haven't listened for a long time, just because I said something you disagreed with doesn't mean I did it wrong. I'll defend it. I did it right. I did it right. I know I did it right because it's what I meant. I don't like that the media, certain media members, not all of them, were going after some Browns fans for going to training camp and getting an autograph from Deshaun or having Watson. having your kids get autographs. That, that, exactly. That doesn't make them bad parents. That doesn't make them bad people. They were fans who were at an NFL training camp. He is an eligible NFL player. They wanted Deshaun Watson's autograph, just like they wanted Miles Garrett's autograph and Greg Newsom's and Denzel Ward and any guy in a Browns jersey that they could get. That's as, mm. that's as simple as it is because it's a training camp, and that's where you get your autographs. And I felt the person who wrote it just had a problem with me telling. I don't want to say my truth because that can come off. that can come off a little bit. I think at times trite, but it's how I felt about the situation. And it's how I still feel about the situation. So there's certain things where I have to understand that, all right, I disagreed with the writer. Does that make the writer a bad guy? No. Um, does that make them, should I be mad at them? Call them out? No. It's just part of what it is. I, I'm, I guess in a way... All right, at least somebody's paying attention to what we're saying, even though they disagreed with what they said. And I, mm. I do think it's a bit of a mischaracterization, just because you see the person who wrote it seemed to d- just disagree with what I said, and that was an attack on the segment. Well, it's not an att- it shouldn't be an attack on the segment. It's what I meant. Oh, a side issue. Did you? I don't remember because I wasn't. And you on the felt air. the same way, so it's what you meant too. Yeah, you were all. I was off on the paternity leave week. Did you condemn? The parents with the sign, the dad with the sign who had his kid out with the yeah. sign. Was that bad parenting? I, I just didn't know if you had been on the record on that. Because people were calling him bad parent. People were saying that. A lot of people were saying that. Like, that guy well, write, is a bad to, parent. To, to Not knowing a, anything else about how he parents. Is, just is, that one write, snapshot. To write slurs on a sign and take your kid into mm-hmm. it. Because clearly it's a connected thing. Mm-hmm. To write slurs on a sign and take it into a freaking stadium or to do it in general is in poor yeah. taste. 
So it's it's it is in that case bad parenting. I mean, if you feel if you feel a different way of me about politics or society, that's something I may have to deal with. Unless it is truly racist, sexist, homophobic, the things that we deal we talk about. But if you just disagree with me on politics, see people go, "Oh my gosh, there's this person's a conservative and they're raising their children conservative." That's not bad parenting. Mm-hmm. We're usually raised I mean, my parents raised me the same way that they think politically, and at some point, I make my own decision. And it's the same way with your daughter, and it'll be the same way with my children, and eventually they'll make their own decision. And I may or may not agree with them. I mean, Liz was raised to think one way politically. Her brother was raised the same way, and her brother thinks completely different from her, from his parents now. Well, I just I go back to the autograph thing with Watson. I would not have, and this is not a me standing on some ethical mountaintop. I'm certainly, I am not the guy to do that. I've made a ton of mistakes, and I have uh, believe me, I've told you a lot of the stories behind the scenes. I've made mistakes. I still would not have had my kid if they were old enough. Get an autograph by Watson. The first, the the first chance I got. That would not. It almost seemed like those parents. That was almost like, hey, yeah, who cares? We're gonna go do that. Like we're almost like a rebellion. There's a difference against the storyline. There's a difference. I'm sorry. I don't think those fans were that way. I don't. They didn't have to get his autograph. They they could have gotten. They didn't have to. They could have gotten other players. The reason they got his autograph. Don't See, you think? Because they know their kid's going to show that I to disagree. every kid. And they took pictures, and they're going to put that on social media, and they're going to brag about those pictures I, and photos. What do you think's going to happen? I really disagree. I really disagree. I think they want to believe. Nobody wants to believe anybody's bad, and they want to believe their quarterback's a good person, and that's up to them. I think they were trying to get any any player's autograph they possibly could. Now, if a picture's taken... And it's Anthony Lyman, his kid. You don't want the internet coming after you. Because you're Anthony Lima of, you have three media outlets that you work for, and you're a known public figure. But if you're, if you are Craig in Mayfield Heights, who drives a bread truck during the week, and he's a season ticket holder, and he got tickets to go to training camp, well, Craig, the guy who's been working for the bread company for 20 years and works as a, as a truck driver during the week, mm-hmm. is not going to be "quote unquote" doxed on social media just because he's a fan. And it should, it, and it should. I don't be, know he about that. Be that way. I don't know about that. If, if you're holding up signs I'm, that I'm say "bleep right them bleeps," then I'm, maybe that should be that. I'm way, telling you right now, is not a bad. I'm thing. warning everybody. If you do, and there will be, you know this for a fact. This isn't me declaring this. This is how the world works today. You know for a fact. That there are going to be the Halloween costumes that are going to involve Deshaun That's Watson. On them. Well, you, I'm just saying. And if Craig in was your was your example, Mayfield I made, Heights. Yeah, there, I don't know if, if there is a Craig in Mayfield if Heights. There probably in. is. If Craig in Mayfield Heights and his family do a Deshaun Watson themed Halloween, and you know there will be this here in Northeast Ohio, they will be outed on the internet. They will be on the Reddit boards. I just and think there's so. A so are you a bad parent if you do that, knowing this going in going into it? I mean, I would have to say yes because you're poking fun at something that's very serious. The Browns, the Browns got a quarterback. The quarterback mm-hmm. is eligible to practice. The quarterback is eligible. The quarterback is not in prison. By the way, you know why the I know quarter- this about Craig and Mayfield Heights because I had asked Sarah during the Sue Robinson 
situation. I go, wouldn't that be something if we did something with Sue? We didn't even say Deshaun Watson. We said with Sue Robinson and the court case and Rusty Hart. And then I go, no, okay, I can't do this. I cannot do this. We cannot be these people. Obviously, I was flippantly saying this. I'd say a lot of things out loud that I don't end up actually executing and and going through. But there are other people who are not going to think it out. And they're trying to be funny with their friends. And they're going to have Halloween costumes that involve this case. But you I, know that for a fact. But they are. They're Am po- I wrong, Owen? They are poking fun at something that is very Owen's shaking serious. his head. That, by the way, Deshaun Watson doesn't even poke fun at it. Like Deshaun Watson knows it's serious. Okay. I don't believe. You believe that? What? Deshaun Watson. I. I mean, obviously, he's been suspended it's eleven games. Life and forever. Find, how can he not find be, this amount of money? How can he but, not find it be serious? It's changed his life forever. But don't you think there were so many people that weren't happy with his non-apology after? Doesn't mean he's thrilled. So do you think it's really changed him? I don't know. I I I'd like to say yes. I don't know how it couldn't, considering again his life. Well, yeah, I would think no it, matter yeah. what he wants but to say. Speaking as if this happened to you know. I don't think you'd ever let yourself get in this situation in the first place, though. But no, if this happened to me, I would feel like I changed, and I wouldn't have come out afterwards and go, I've already apologized for who I triggered. That's true. But, well, what do you... He's not up there cracking jokes about him, though. That's my whole thing. When you do a Halloween... When you do a Halloween costume, you're you're cracking a joke. You're making a joke. You're making a statement, and I think that's different. The Browns oh, having their quarterback. Be, there'll be plenty of people in suburbs that I'm not going to mention that are going to dress that'll do their family. I do mean, you think if I'm we've right got, about that, right? If we've got people do we showing have to warn up people with, tomorrow with blank them no. blanks and mm-hmm. free it's still Watson, September second, maybe later. This is when people start to come up with their season. costumes. You said it's spooky season. People are putting out We're their here. two pumpkins across season. the street. Two pumpkins across the street yesterday. Oh my good. It is spooky season. Okay, maybe we can warn them later on. Uh, do, well, is that, okay. our, is that our obligation? Are we doing a public service? Or are we giving people the idea? All I was, I don't know. All I was saying is that you have fans who were getting an autograph. Mm-hmm. The Browns weren't rubbing anybody's nose in it. The fans, I don't think, were rubbing anybody's nose in it. I do think there's a difference between fans at a training camp Ooh, getting I think, I think there was a little bit of a photo opportunity there. Was, They're going to take pictures no, no, of no. him signing autographs. Not, He's going to walk over and sign autographs. Not them. Team photographers were there, and that was all over. That was all that stuff was all over the place. Uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer had pictures of it too. I know, but a I'm saying of, a lot of uh, uh, Daryl had pictures of it too. I, I'm Our saying outlet. I'm saying it, it looked almost like carefully orchestrated. Hey, Deshaun, go over. The kids are over there. Go sign the autographs. They, let's start they, they to make you look good for any player. Sure, sure, but let's let's not let's but not it act like more they're. For, yeah, I mean, this is people are going to watch his every move now, and that's what I wondered. You know, somebody told us the other day he's going to be going to high school games, and I wonder if the Browns, they want him to be seen, want him to be out in the public yet, whether they think it's right, because I don't know if the Browns anticipated. They certainly anticipated a lot of negative stories. I don't think they anticipated this to consume. Huh. Every writer that's out there has opined something on Watson well, and this case and the Browns and Jimmy Haslam and the list goes on. You can allege what you want to allege, or not. You're not alleging anything. People can do. People can, I guess, would be infer what they want to. He went over. He signed autographs. Mm-hmm. I don't blame fans for getting autographs. If you're making signs that say bleep those bleeps, that's problematic. That's a mm-hmm. bad thing. 
If you're making Halloween costumes, we've seen people who've had some terrible Halloween oh, costumes yeah. in the past that have gotten in trouble for that. I would say you better think twice or three times about it before you do. It, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You're going to get some laughs from your friends, but understand now, we all, everybody, yeah. the minute you leave your house, something that was meant for your friends may turn out to be something on the nightly news. Mm-hmm. But if you're, but if you're, but we're talking more, we're talking more about going to parties and not going door to door and saying, "Give me my candy," right? Yeah, if you're a party, because, you're going to be photographed. If you're because, down at OU at Halloween, but or Kent if State, you're doing it, if you're doing that, hey, hey, Johnny, let's dress up and go to every house in our neighborhood <laughs> and go, and they're going to go. Yeah, that's the people that live over at one thirty six. Either way, how many people lose their job every year because of their Halloween costume? Seven. I think it's nine. I'm going to guess eight. Survey says... It's nine. Answer potato was nine. salad. <laughs> oh, you got a game coming up this weekend. I'm jealous of you. That's why I like doing a show with you. Extend Technologies. That's who we're brought to you by. Lima has FAU and OU. 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. ESPN 3 or what? ESPN 365. <laughs> Somewhere on there. I actually think I'll be at dinner. Well, the well, the... the uh, Trust me, my sister is not going to be watching this. She's going to be partying down in Columbus, tailgating like everybody else. So Ohio State starts at 7.30, although I think somebody told me it's closer to 7.42, but we'll see. Uh, my game will be well underway. It'll be 6 o'clock. You'll be at the half. What I like doing... Yeah, I think so. What, what a, and I probably have said this a bunch before. What I like doing the show with you about... I do think we're friends. I know you don't like to admit it. I don't know why. You don't like to admit anybody's your friend. Why is that? What do you mean? You don't like to admit anybody's your friend. Jim, you don't call him your friend. Um, well, you are, I would say that All right. I think we have different definitions. Like all the time. Like you'll you I'm amazed. I didn't I don't know how you have enough hours in the day mm. to text and call the amount of people. I used to do that in my twenties. In my twenties, I was on the phone every day and I was a TV reporter, Parkersburg and Syracuse. I was driving around every day, and it, I was on the phone. The minute I got in the car, mm-hmm. that was before podcasts and everything. I was just on the phone with my buddies. And then I moved home to Cleveland, started on this radio show, and then for about three years, it was plotting. It was plotting. I, I need a better job. I need a better job. I, I, I feel like I'm being completely... My career is going down a bad path. I really think it was. I was partying too much. I was maybe yeah, doing a lot are. of things too much. Oh, and it was impacting my career path. You had your skis out a few too many times, huh? There was a lot of things going on. Yeah, and I was miserable. French frying when he was supposed to pizza. He I was having a bad time. I was frustrated. Everybody at the station. You didn't frustrate me. And I was texting and calling a lot of people to try to find out what, the, what other opportunities were out there. <laughs> so I was, I was doing the Roger Brown rumor mill. Yeah. Every day. Like, when is it, When is this show going to get canceled? I heard this happen. When is this? What's going on? Because I wanted a show. I wanted a show, or I wanted to move and get another TV job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it was going on a bad path. Then I got this job, and then I think I got a little more comfortable. So I wasn't, I'm not on the rumor mill anymore. I don't know what's going on at the other TV stations. I don't know what's going on at the radio stations. Like, I used to involve myself in all that stuff. And so I'm not really as friendly with everybody the way I used to be. I mean, I used to I used to talk to everybody. I don't really talk to people that much anymore. It's really the family now. It's really just I'm yeah. kind of set on, you know. You talk to me. 
But we have to for the show. Oh, that's you just have to, huh? Well, we'd still talk. If we didn't work together, we would still talk because we find each other hilarious. Yeah, we would obviously not talk we, as frequently. We know, we know each other a lot more personally. We know family. We know all that that's stuff. True. So that, that dynamic has changed. But you still talk to everybody. And I have not done a good job of doing that. But I've, you've also helped me realize a couple of things. This is not what I really wanted to get into. I just wanted oh, to say how insanely jealous I was of you that you're doing a game on Saturday and you're doing play-by-play. And uh, it, it makes me so comfortable and confident that I can say that you're my friend. And I hope you do well. I really hope you do well. Oh, but I'm also you. jealous. It's weird to be in touch with my emotions so much better. And you've made me better in touch with my emotions. Because I can say that I'm jealous of what you do and not hope for your failure and actually mean it. And, sw- you know, I'd say, well, I'll swear on a Bible a mile high. But a stack of Bibles a mile mm-hmm. high. Like, it makes me feel better to say that. But going back to what you just said, you have helped me notice. Because I... I don't want, once somebody has my attention, I don't want to let them down. And I feel compulsed. It is, it has become a compulsion to respond to people. And I had a situation where somebody, it just felt like they were trying to use me for favors. Yeah. And it kind of <laughs> opened my eye because you got very agitated about it. You got, you got very agitated about it and wanting to, is your zipper unzipped? No, zip? I okay. try to. I gotta iron funny. it out of the dryer okay. every time. What are we do it. I thought you were having a hot dog sale over yeah, there. Yeah, I'll just do this for the next hour. So we're in the oh, middle of a thing, and yeah. then we're. On. Is this weird? Well, I oh look down and I saw it. I go, "Is right this zipper unzipped? What the hell's going on there with this thing?" I'm keeping eye contact. I'm up here. Anywho, and I, I happen to notice that, yeah, boy, there's a lot of people. Like I got a, I got a buddy who, like the way he wanted to talk to me. Stop touching it. The way he wanted to talk to me was like guilty, yeah. guilting me. Yeah. And I'm yep, like, buddy, yep, I, yep, I, yep, 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 yep. you can come over here anytime. You live in two you live two counties away, and you don't want to be bothered. I know you don't want to be bothered. I got three kids, a wife. I got a whole life up here in Cleveland. And my life that I don't have in Cleveland, it's either in Canton or Youngstown. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So you're either a part of it, or if not, like being able to understand that people are going to come and go in your life. And that I can be okay with that mm-hmm. is something that you helped me with. Like I had a buddy, I said this when I was doing CBS Sports Radio. I had a, my first producer was a guy named Steve Moralia, and I believe he works at, at uh, MSG, which is going to. This is all how it's all going to come together because I think he works at MSG still. I'm not sure. <laughs> Might be SNY. And I said when he left because I had known you for a while. I said Steve is gone. Steve is leaving after tonight's show. I've gotten to know Steve pretty well. We've talked. We've met. Steve has a bright future ahead of himself. But I said, and this is going to be a thing here, and I and I want everybody who's listening to understand that we are not going to talk to each other as much. We'll text each other a lot here over the next month and maybe a couple of more months. But eventually that will fade and that will go away. And I don't want it to go away, but it'll just happen. People don't see each other. They get busy and they drift apart. But I'll always know Steve is a good guy. I'll always know him as a good guy. And anytime, every time Steve gets brought up, I'll say good things about Steve. And here we are years later. I haven't spoken to Steve in many months. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to Steve. In, and he just sent me like a link to something that he he heard on CBS Sports Radio. He or saw on, like on Barrett Sports like, Media. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what it was. He goes, what? <laughs> I said, oh, well. What is happening, you can? I subscribe to the 8 with, and 8. With his, how, how dare you not rip those fans for wanting an <laughs> autograph from a football player? How dare You're you? not the man I, I said, oh, I know. 
But you made it easier. You made it easier to understand, like, hey, you can be jealous and also hope for your friends. That's okay. And there's also where I think I can be in touch and understand that there have been, I regret to say it, some people who they just, I guess they kind of wanted to be buddies because they wanted something, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. And I think you kind of helped me realize that because mm-hmm. you're you're much. We make fun of your background, and pro- we shouldn't, but we do because you're okay with it. And that that has made you a much more distrusting person with with others, but it's also made you sharper than me. But it, it makes me a jerk. It makes me a jerk to many as well. That's the only thing about it is you keep people at arm's length, or you're okay with certain relationships kind of dissolving over time. Um, the Browns games have helped me do it. Because there's people who yeah, only text me during Browns I, games. I get it too, Kenny. I get it and too. And I go, are you? And you want to be nice? Are you venting to me? What are yeah. What are we doing? Because do you care about my wife and kids? Because I've tried yeah. to take, I've tried to care about your wife and kids. Do I? Do you really care about mine? Or are you just wanting to bitch at somebody during a Browns game? Because I, I feel it too. I don't need to see my my phone lighting up ten times after another interception. I oh, got it. Kenny I'm hate, mad too. Kenny hates Sundays more than anybody in the world. Well, not uh, up until kickoff. He loves it. After oh, yeah. kickoff, especially when it's a bad performance, it's a terrifying day. You are harmed in a way that I, I've been so. The scar tissue over time is just there. I've built up this, this exoskeleton, that I try not to let anything. The losses don't get to me as much as they used to. You are still harmed in a really rough way because you do have this optimism about you, yeah. that has been vanquished long ago in my life. I thought I would be much. I thought by now I would I would be much more I guess cynical about all of it and I'm not I just am not and I do think it's part of you're going to think this is so terrible I think it's because of the fans because the fans are not cynical and I people don't understand this I like Browns fans and, and I like Guardians fans and Cavs fans because they're all the same fans. I like the fans more than I like the teams. I mean, I really love the teams, but I really love the fans. So when the fans are upset, it, it makes me upset. But there's guys who I know really, really well who text me on Sundays, and that's cool. And then there's been people in the past, and I go, you only text me on Sundays during football season. And in my head, I'm going, why? Why? You only text me for this. You only text me for that. Why? Why is that? And I, I don't like the answer to it. And I've had to understand that. Yeah, but as you grow in popularity and your stature in this town as a voice, a respected voice, that's going to happen too. That but, more people, they 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 want their bite of the apple. They they want to have true. that connection. I, they want to tell their friends. They want to tell, hey, no, Ken's... And because you are accessible also, and you're so nice to everybody. But it also makes me paranoid, going back to the show thing, and, and about like the whole wrestling... This is a weird way to put a bow on it. Like, I've known people who've gotten lazy doing this, that they feel that people listen and they were always going to listen uh, and they yeah. don't have to do anything. Yes. And this is the first thing that I do. This is the first thing that I love. And I become very paranoid, very paranoid. And it's kept me up at all hours of the night where it's like, you better do this getting ready for the show tomorrow because any let up makes me feel like I'm giving up an inch. And all of a sudden an inch becomes a mile and then hubris mm-hmm. takes over and then you say some things you don't mean, and then you get in trouble, and then things start to dip. And then all of a sudden, you're just the guy who just had a big ego, and that's it. And I do think the relationship with listeners is part of that. With people is part of that. And so it's very difficult for me to understand that there are just people out there that want to take advantage of me, and that's it. 
And there are people who are like, hey, they really like the show. They really feel that we're buds, and they're good people, and they're good fans, and I can talk to these people. Mm-hmm. And and that's been that's been difficult because part of it, it's customer relations. Part of it is just mm-hmm. the job of knowing people and being around people. And that is part of the paranoia because I'm sitting there thinking, if I don't pay attention to one person, if I try not to answer every email, or if I try not yeah. to, if I don't try, if I if I stop trying to answer every email and all this stuff, it gets shaky, and I don't, I can't, can't do that. There's too much life left. I think that's totally reasonable. Uh, I concur with everything you just said. Uh, just so long as we never have to see that guy with the Baker hat again. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 